Welcome back, my loves, to the first official episode since we've changed names of the Embodied Business Show. Now, if you have been listening to The Feminine Files for some time now, please know the content that we are bringing you is still hitting the same juice, the same themes, the same, oh, everything, and I've decided to go deeper with my brand voice. I've decided to go deeper into business. Therefore, this podcast gets to match it. So today's episode is explaining exactly why I've done that, why I've changed the name, and really going to help you discern whether or not your brand needs an upgrade as well. So tune in. As always, if this episode resonates with you, please, please, please share it with your audience. I am super duper excited. And also give us a five-star rating and review. I love, love, love hearing what you love on this podcast. So tune in, let me know the thoughts, and I'm super excited to bring this new evolution of the Embodied Business Show. Embodied Business. Hello, my loves. I am so excited to be back. I don't know if you've felt this from me before, but I have been really feeling a deep cleanse in all of my spaces. And it came through to me that, you know, it's time to revamp this podcast and to give it the depth of what my brand voice really is. Now, obviously today's topic being all things brand voice, I want to talk into why now? Why this is so important for me to change this podcast from what was known and well known as the Feminine Files into the Embodied Business Show. Now, firstly, I just want to give you the behind the scenes in my thought process, and then I'm going to dive into three things that people can really do to ensure that they're getting the most out of their brand voice. Um, But just firstly, I want to open this up because you know, I see a lot of people, they build a brand, then they believe that they're stuck with it. They believe that this is the only way that they can move forward. And when I first started in business, I was a relationships coach. This is what I focused on. This was my predominant target market. And I worked with both women and men, allowing them to expand their wealth of knowledge, working with polarity and really dissecting what it is to be healthy within the masculine and feminine dynamics inside their relationship. So you'll notice a lot of my knowledge and the things that I talk about in this show come from that era of my life where I spent years coaching women and men in relationships. Now, over the years, my business transformed into business coaching because, you know, I'm just going to say it, I'm probably one of the very few coaches that really solidified my business not being a business coach. So I had already had a multi six-figure business doing really, really big things, and I wasn't a business coach. But what was happening was I was getting so many people reach out to me and being like, oh my God, how did you do it? What did you do? I need you to show me. I need you to work with me. And these people were paying me thousands and thousands of dollars to walk through a step-by-step process that I personally walked through to get them to their level of success. Now, after I had quite a few people really succeeding in their business, I thought, okay, there's something here for me. I have a method that's used. I'm really allowing myself to expand deeper now than ever before. And this gets to be the absoluteness of what I'm here to create. And absoluteness is 
completely a word that I've made up, FYI, right? But this gets to be the signature framework to what I'm here to create and what I'm here to do. Because what I know is the more we liberate people into their own empires and their own entities and being able to create their own wealth and their own fortune, the more that we change the future. No one's ruled by a big corp and the government and all those sorts of things. So I was like, my entire life has brought me to these moments of going, I'm not just here to work with people on relationships. I'm here to work with the people who work with the people on relationships and I'm here to help them build and expand. And this is how we create more ripples in the world by working with the leaders. And so since that point, my entire business has been transformed over the last few years into masterminds and into group programs, helping entrepreneurs just like yourself move into six and seven figure businesses. Now, With that has really come a deepening of my brand voice. And this is why I wanted to bring this to the podcast because there's not a lot. When I was, uh, you know, the Feminine Files and when it was labeled the Feminine Files, I didn't really showcase my expertise as a business owner. And I sort of kept myself very surface level because of the position of the podcast and how it was. And I was talking to a mentor of mine just the other week and I said to her, I'm like, I want to start a whole new podcast and I really just want to go so deep on all things embodied business. And she's like, you're already doing some of that stuff. How about we just deepen the podcast that you've already got and change the name? And I was like, brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Why didn't I think of that, right? Of all the things that I do in business, it was one thing that I just hadn't like just gone, oh, so simple. So here we are today with the first official relaunch of Embodied Business, the podcast. I'm so excited to bring this here and allow you guys to get an inside scoop into what it is to build an embodied business and to continue bringing my guests on that I believe operate from these values and allow themselves to deeply, deeply connect in with what it means to be embodied in their business. So please stay with me through this journey because whether you're in business or not, you are going to learn so much about yourself and what you're here and what you're here to create. So for those of you who are here to learn all about brand voice and activating your brand voice, I'm going to open that can of worms right now for you. But for those of you who are like, I want to deepen in relationships, I want to do all those sorts of things still, just know that stuff is all still coming. I believe that everything we do in business starts in the home. So I'm still going to be bringing you everything relationships and still going to be bringing you all these different things but I'm just going to be tying it into business a lot more because how we show up in our personal life will affect our professional life on a huge scale. Everything touches everything. So my loves, without further ado, let's move in to why your brand voice matters. So when I was starting to open this space up for myself and really moving into the brand voice, the one thing that kept coming up was the theme of like, What's a word that people can just associate with you? And for me, it was always embodied. I always talked about the embodiment. I talked about how it's so important to know that what you're teaching, you are the absolute embodiment of, because if you're not, you're going to get the lessons very quickly and very harshly. If you haven't already had those lessons in your life and you're trying to teach something that you're not embodied in, I guarantee you it's coming for you. The law of karma activates when we're not in full truth and full integrity. So it's really important that when you're starting to think about what you're here to create in business, what you're here to do in your mission and your vision, that we really open this up powerfully to allow you to really, really, really step in. So 
Today, we're going to talk about three particular things in regards to the brand voice. First one being what most entrepreneurs are doing really, really wrong these days, and that is overusing chat GDP. Now, I'm going to have a very different viewpoint on this one, so stay with me while I dive into that one. Second one, we're going to talk into color psychology and how that affects people and how it shows up for people ineffectively or effectively. And the third one we're going to talk about is really activating and bringing your brand voice alive. So today's going to be a bit of a juicy one. Grab your pen and paper if you really want to know this one, because these particular pieces are incredibly important. When I'm speaking about brand voice, I am essentially speaking about brand relevancy. Now, what that means is how your brand relates to your audience, your clients, and your potential clients. So if just say suddenly you're like, I have a luxury brand, yet every time your client is jumping on to your Instagram page or to your um, you know, personal Facebook feed, they're seeing you in like scrappy baggy clothes, never doing your makeup, all of these kinds of things. It doesn't quite relate right? What it does is it creates a dissonance between the brand and you. So when we're talking about creating a you brand and allowing that brand voice to come through, we have to make sure that all key parts are in alignment. Now, a lot of people are trying to get their brand voice right using chat GDP these days. So I'm going to dive straight into this piece because there is so much AI technology across the board at the moment, and it is amazing. I'm not here to mock chat GDP in one one way or another, I'm not here to do that. What I am here to do, though, is talk about how entrepreneurs are utilizing this wrong. And I'm going to give you a couple of examples of what I've seen through my clients and how I've allowed them to train ChatGDP to use it to their full advantage. Now, ChatGDP is, for those of you who don't know what it is, it is a program, an AI software that allows you to basically input the question that you have, and it's going to give you all the answers, essentially, right? If you use the version 3.5, you're going to get stuff that's a little bit outdated. But if you're one of those people who are paying for it, and I think it's like 20 bucks a month to get the full version at the moment, you know, if you're paying for that, you're going to get up to speed current data and information. So whilst this is an amazing tool, like I've used it to build out sales pages, email funnels, all these sorts of things. The one thing that I don't do is directly copy from ChatGDP to my landing pages. What I or what I will always do is I'll get the framework from ChatGDP and then I allow myself to put my own language and my own spin on it essentially if I'm going to use ChatGDP. The reason for this is because we can tell when you've used AI these days, ladies, we can tell. Stop trying to just fast track depth because it isn't going to come if you're using it and only using that. You need to be able to infuse your wisdom and your brand voice. Again, there's the word brand voice with ChatGDP. When you can start to allow ChatGDP to work with your brand voice, it's going to get to the point where eventually it's going to be really, really, really good. <coughs> Excuse me. But for those of you who don't yet have that developed, my advice is spend some time with Chad GDP as if she was one of your girlfriends and you're telling her all the information about your business. It's going to learn to work with your language patterns and all those sorts of things. But until you get to this stage, stop using Chat GDP to do all your content because all you are doing is watering down your message and starting to sound like every other motherfucker out there. Okay, this is one of the biggest things that causes people in service-based business to pull back or to not be seen is they sound like every single 
other person. They sound like, you know, you've just literally typed it in a Google search and you've got the answer. People more than ever are craving connection. They're craving you. They want to feel your heart. They want to feel your energy. They want to feel you inside your body of work. And if they can't feel that, they creates an energetic dissonance, right? So many people are like, oh, I want to do this and I want to do that and I want to have this and I want to have that. Are you creating the resonatory field for this to come to fruition, right? Every time we put something out into the ether, we're putting a blueprint out, an energetic blueprint. And if that blueprint isn't respondent to your energetic field, i.e. the thing that you wrote on chat GDP doesn't seem like you, when people say, yes, I want that, and then they meet you, there's a dissonance because the energy isn't the same, all right? So it's really important to acknowledge that your energy needs to be infused with this to create a really powerful brand voice. I cannot stress this enough. If people hear you talking all the time and then suddenly they see words that don't sound like you, that don't feel like you, that don't have the same vibratory field as you, it's going to be really hard for them to trust your brand. So stop overusing ChatGDP and use it to support you, not to do it for you. There's a difference, right? There is a huge difference. And if you're still not at that level where you don't know what your messaging is and you don't know what you're how to market, you don't know what all these things are. Join me and Summer Masterminds. Waitlist are now open for our embodied business for the next round. I'm already taking people in for the March round. We've already had women say yes. So I want you to think about this right now. If you're like, I just, just don't know how to market effectively and build my brand voice. This is where I want you thinking. Right now, number two, right? Obviously this This episode is not to sell to you. I'm just like, oh, this stuff is so good. I just want you to know it. I just want you to know it so well. Color psychology. We see this so much. And one of the main things that I work with with my clients when they come in is they think their brand is just about their colors. Whilst colors makes people feel a certain way, your brand is more than just your colors. Okay. It is more than just your logo. It is more than just your signature on your email. It is all of those things combined and and how you physically show up in that brand. It is how you speak in that brand. It is the words that you use with that brand. It is the energy that is felt when someone receives or views your brand. So whilst the colors may have an impact on that, it's not everything, right? So for me, when I'm telling my clients to choose the, um, like when they want to match the psychology with their clients, the first thing I do is I'm like, okay, cool. Rather than looking at the colors and going, oh, do I like that color or not? Tell me, how do you want your client to feel? How do you want your people to feel when they come in your space? And for me, I want my clients to feel like they know exactly where they're going. They feel sturdy in their vision and they're here to create a whole heap of wealth, right? That's my bottom line vision. That is why there is so much pink and there's so much gold in my marketing. Pink represents influence. It represents leadership. So for me, when I have a client see my pink pages What I want them to see is that they can trust me as their leader and they can also trust themselves in my space. This is the whole purpose of the pink. And with the gold, when we come back into that space, it's to create wealth. It's to formulate that space of safety and creation from there. So I want you really thinking about if you're like getting caught up on your brand colors right now, just 
just get rid of the brand colors for a second. Just get rid of them. And I want you to come back to your brand psychology. What is that? What does it look like for your client to walk in and see something of yours? How do you want them feeling when they interact with your pages? Or if you've got a storefront, when they walk in, how do you want them to feel? All of these things matter with your brand. How your client feels is the most important thing that matters. People, there's this old saying, and I can't remember it word for word right now, because in case you can't tell, I do have a bit of a cold. But there's this old saying that, you know, people won't remember what you did for them, but they'll remember how you made them feel. And this is so incredibly important when it comes to creating a brand voice as well, because if someone looks at your page and they're rolling their eyes and it feels fake and disingenuine and all of these things, it's going to be really hard for them to trust your brand. But if they're looking at your brand and they can feel that, you know, what you're saying is true, they can feel your energy through that, the colors match who you are and your energy and all these things, it can open so much more for you. Now, I'm not a branding expert, but the thing that I do know is if your colors aren't matching who you are on the inside, there's going to be a complete dissonance once again in your brand. So stop stressing about the colors that you like and start thinking about color psychology and how it's actually going to impact your client. All right. Now, Third one I really want to talk to you about today is bringing your brand voice alive. Now, this one's probably going to sting a little bit because it's really obvious and it's the thing that no one wants to fucking do. You have to speak your truth. Your brand voice is so dependent on you being completely sovereign in your thought leadership. It isn't funny, right? It's just... It's the absolute truth. People always like, how have you got so much interaction on Facebook and things like that? And it's like, because when I speak, I'm solid in what my thoughts are. I do not get backlash and I don't get haters and those sorts of things because I'm really congruent in that thought process. And for a lot of people, they start speaking their truth and they've got all these people coming at them. And the thing I want to remind you is this is your test. Can you stand in that congruency of like, if someone doesn't agree with you, can you still hold that truth? This is the test to be able to be willing to stand in this space. And your brand voice can only come alive if you are so willing to speak your truth. Now, I don't mean going online and airing all your shit. That's not what I'm talking about. But I'm talking about you know, speaking into things that actually matter. The reason why most people don't pull clients is because they are literally surface level, not speaking to the actual thing that's going on. They're too scared to share why they are actually the person to help people in this space. I work with so many women, so many women who have experienced domestic violence, who've experienced rape, this is a very touchy subject, obviously, who have experienced the depths and depths and depths of mental health disorders. And the one thing that they have not been able to do is share that online. Now, I'm not saying they have to share it online, but energetically, because they know that that's the piece that puts them in the position of a leader in this because they've overcome it effectively in their life, it's also the thing that's drowning their brand voice because people don't know their why. Your brand voice is so connected to your why. And if you can't connect to that why and share that why publicly, it's going to have a really like visceral effect on your business. It's going to throw your business almost like 
up in the air as like this wishy-washy thing when you know it's got more depth. So right now, if there is something that is in your heart, that's in your why that you're not willing to share, it's time to start thinking about why does this thing matter the most to me? Why am I held back? Why am I not allowing myself to go deeper on my brand voice? And here's the thing. If you've already built a brand and you're like sitting there going, but I've done all these things, Kate, and nothing's resonating. I guarantee you it's time for you to look deeper. Your brand, the only reason it's not working is probably because it's not in alignment with the energetics that you're holding right now. And too many people forget this important part. You can have the most amazing brand. It can look all pleasing and appeasing and all the words you want to give that. Wow. Appealing is what I was going for, right? But if you're not feeling the same, if you don't have that energy that can hold that brand, people are like, ugh, yuck. Like, I don't know the amount of people that I've met that have a brilliant brand online. And then when I meet them, they're like a wet rag amazes me. And this is also probably the same reason that people are not allowing themselves to build a powerful business because they're showing up out of integrity. So if you want your brand voice to be completely truth, you need to be able to come to that place first. You need to be able to recognize when it's no longer working for you, just like I did with the Feminine Files. I was like, yes, I love the name. Yes, I love everything that this podcast has built. However, that ship has sailed from my own awareness and what I'm here to create. And now it's time to move into the deeper version of my brand voice. So I want you to really think about these things for yourself. And you know, are you in integrity? Are you allowing yourself to really speak into this? And if the answer is no, it's time to reflect and actually take a deep look at what you're here to create. Because right now, the only way to be in business is to be embodied in your business. And that means knowing that everything touches everything and that you are the one common denominator across the entirety of your life. So if you want to clean your business up, it's time to start with the brand voice and allow yourself to come into some absolute truth.